Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. So last week, um, we, we looked at five things that made Daniel a man with an excellent spirit. Okay. And we said he was a man of purpose. Daniel was a man of purpose. Daniel did not want to, um, he did not want to eat from the, the king's table, even though the king was offering him his food, his wine. Daniel determined that no, he was not going to partake of that. Perhaps because the, the food and the, the, the food was offered to gods. Daniel didn't want to be part, part, uh, partaking that. Daniel wanted to, to reserve himself to honor God. Um, so he was a man of purpose and principles. We said the second thing, Daniel was a man of prayer. He was a man of prayer. Prayer helps us develop excellence. Prayer helps us to become more sensitive to the Holy Spirit, who, who will, of course, guide and lead us and show us and tell us what we should do and what we should not do. Amen. Number three, we said Daniel was a faithful man. He was a faithful man. He was a faithful man in the kingdom, in the Babylonian kingdom. He served faithfully. He was not moved by others. You know, um, they, they, they tried to trap Daniel or the other princes tried to trap Daniel or find fault in Daniel, but they could not find any fault in him because he was faithful. He was true. He was on. He was true to the king. Amen. And, and you know, being a, being a, a person of excellence and a faithful person, you're going to attract haters. Haters will always come because of, of jealousy and envy, but you must ignore your haters. You must, and the reason why they're hating is, is because they see something great on the inside of you. So don't be moved by haters. Just keep on doing what you do. Keep on serving God faithfully. Um, and hopefully, you know, they will stop hating you and join you. You know, they, they'll try all that they can, you know. You know, the Bible says when a man's way pleases the Lord, he causes his enemies even to be at peace with them. When, when people try to get you and they try every, um, every avenue or everything they can do and they can't succeed, they will soon join you. And so Daniel was a faithful man. And then the last week we looked, the last thing we looked at last week was Daniel feared God more than man. Daniel feared God. Um, you know, we didn't get time to really go deeply into it, but you know, there was a decree. Part, there was a decree that no one should pray to any other God. Uh, uh, this was part of the setup of Daniel's colleagues. Um, but what Daniel did was Daniel went home, uh, as you read in Daniel chapter six. He went home. He opened his windows, and then he prayed three times a day. <laughs> you know, he didn't care what would happen to him. So he feared God more than man, and he did not care about this de decree not to pray to any other God, to worship any other God. But he rather did the opposite. So when we are people of excellence, especially believers, we have no fear of man. We have no fear of man. We have not been given the spirit of fear, but we have been given the spirit of power, of love and of a sound man, a sound, sound mind. Hallelujah. Now, the fifth thing I want to look at, uh, which uh, the Lord dropped in my spirit as I was meditating this, um, and this is kind of like a sum up of who Daniel was and part of the stuff we've already talked about being a, a person of purpose, a person of principle. Um, the faith thing that made Daniel a man of excellence or somebody who worked in excellence is excellence is because Daniel was a man of integrity. Daniel was a man of integrity um, in his principles, 
um, um, being a person of purpose, being a, per, per, being a faithful man, being a person of, uh, of prayer, all this contributed to Daniel being a man of integrity. Amen. This was evident in everything you know we, we, we have seen so far in Daniel's, Daniel's life. Hallelujah. He behaved and carried himself with integrity. And I believe that integrity is one of the greatest characteristics we can have as believers. We can have and walk in to be a man or a woman of integrity. Amen. Um, and of course, to be a person of excellence, we need to be people of integrity. To be a person of excellence, we need to be people of integrity, who walk in integrity. Many believers, are, many believers lack integrity. And so, you know, the world cannot tell the difference between us and them. You know, many, many believers don't demonstrate integrity. And so it is when, when the world look at us, you know, they don't, they don't even want to hear our gospel. They don't even want to hear what we have to say because we don't have integrity. We don't show integrity. And what, and, and what is integrity? Let's look at what integrity is. From Webster's 1828, the word integrity means wholeness. It means wholeness. It means entireness. Entireness. It means completeness. It means purity. It means genuine, to be genuine. It means unadulterated. It means unimpaired. It means unbroken state. Amen. Uh, integrity means wholeness, entireness, completeness, purity, genuine, unadulterated, unimpaired, on un, an unbroken state. And of course, the word integrity comes from the the root word integer, integer, which which is a mathematical term and simply means a whole number, a whole number as opposed to fractions. Okay. And so, when we're talking about being a person of integrity or with integrity, we're talking about being, being, being a whole person, okay? Being a whole person, being complete, um, being genuine. We need to be genuine, okay? We, we can't be, <laughs> believers can't be fake. We can't be one, one way in the church and then the other way, another way in the world. We have to be genuine, Um let me give another de- definition of the word integrity. Integrity is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. Is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. Moral uprightness. It is a personal choice to hold oneself to consistent moral and ethical standards. I like that. Integrity is a personal choice to hold oneself to consistent moral and ethical standards. Um, and now let me give you my definition of, what I, 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 of how I define integrity. Integrity is who you are when no one is looking or no one is around. It's who you are when no one is looking or no one is around uh, to, see what to see what you do or even hear what you say. Amen. Who you are when no one's looking or no one's around and you don't change if people are around. You don't change. You're not a different person. You know, you're not a different person. Like I said, in church on Sunday 
and another person, you know, at work on Monday or Tuesday, whatever. Integrity is the real you. Is the real you. Is being a person of your word. I like, that's one of my biggest ones. Being a person of your word. Integrity is when you say you're going to do something and you endeavor to do it. When you give a promise, you endeavor to fulfill that promise. Even at, your, even at a cost. Even if it will cost you your time, your money, your comfort or inconvenience. Um, I'll give you a quick story if I can. Um, there's a young lady that I know. I know the mother well in Ghana and she's in the country. When I was in Ghana one time, the mother told me that the daughter's going to be in the country. And when she comes, I should try and see her, you know. Um, so I said, okay, no problem. So now I've given my, my word. I've given the promise. So she's been around for a while. I tried to see her earlier on today and I couldn't. Apparently she went shopping to, uh, she went shopping to, to go back to Ghana. Anyway, cut the long story short. I got a phone call at nine o'clock today um, from my, one of my aunties that she's at home. So I said, oh my God, I got, I'm prepared. I haven't got time to go anywhere right now. But I thought I've given my word. You know, I've told her mother that I'll, I'll see her daughter, greet her and even pray for her before she goes back. So I had to fulfill my word. So, so I had to go. So it took an hour of my time. It was inconvenient. It cost me my time. It cost me my study time. But I did it because I gave my word and I knew that I wasn't going to see her. for. She's traveling to the States to go to um, university. So I know I'm not going to see her for another six years or five years. Amen. So, you know, when, 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 we, when, when, when we are people of excellence, we are people who keep our word. Our word is our bond. And we endeavor to, to do what we say. Our yes is yay, yay, and our nay is no. Okay? Um, so being a, person, being a person of your word is integrity. Okay? Um, let me give you a, 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 a quotation from a, a, a Bible commentator called Warren Worsby. Warren Worsby. He says, character depends on integrity. Character depends on integrity. People with integrity are people who are honest with themselves, others, and God. People with integrity are those who are honest with themselves, others, and God. Hallelujah. And so, integrity for me is a top characteristic of excellence. It's a top characteristic of excellence. You will never find a person with an excellent spirit but lack integrity. You will never find a person with an excellent spirit and lack integrity. You never find a person with an excellent spirit and is not true to their word. Amen. And sometimes people don't have to know this, know about the sacrifice you made to keep your word, but you know that you made that you made that promise. You gave your word, and so you are being true to yourself, and then true to the other person. You're gonna keep your word. Hallelujah. And um. You know, I, I, I listened to your, 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 your message on, on, on Sunday when Pastor Stephen preached about Job, talk about Job. And you know, Job was a man of integrity. Job was a man of integrity. So that means that Job had that excellent spirit. You know, he was, was a man with an excellent spirit. If we go to Job chapter 1, I just want to 
look at Job for a minute. We look at Daniel, so let's just look at Job. Job was a man of integrity. In Job chapter 1, let's read verse 1. It says, There was a man in the land of earth whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright, one who feared God and shunned evil. Okay? He feared God and he shunned evil and he was blameless. He was an upright man. He was a man of uh, he was a man of a uh, um uh, of truth. An honest man. If we go down to um Let's go to verse 7. And it says and the Lord said to Satan, "From where do you come?" So Satan answered answered the Lord and said, "From going to and from the earth and from walking back and forth on it." Then the Lord said to Satan, this is what God said to the enemy. Okay. He said, have you considered my servant Job that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and shuns evil, who fears God and shuns evil. People with an excellent spirit have a fear of God. They have a fear of God. Okay. Let's jump to chapter two. Let's look at verse 3. Again, then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? And still he holds fast his integrity, although you incited me against him to destroy him without a cause. Okay, Job held on to his integrity. Job held, held up to his 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 um his reverence for God. Job. Okay, let me let's let's go to verse nine, and then and then I'll say what I'm, what I'm gonna say. Verse nine talks about Job's wife. It said, "Then his wife said to him, this after Job is going through all his his uh, uh he was going through and the attacks he he was facing and 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 the attack on his body." Verse nine. It said, "Then his wife said to him, Do you still hold fast to your integrity?'" Curse God and die. <laughs> you know, that's, that's not the kind of wife you want. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, curse God and die. You know, Job, Job's wife wanted Job to curse God. Verse 10. But he said, unto, but he said to her, you speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we, dis, shall we indeed accept good from God? And shall we not accept adversity? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. He did not sin with his lips. Hallelujah. Amen. Because of Job's integrity. Even though he, he, he and, and, and Pastor Stephen, you know, preached a great, great sermon talking about all the things that he experienced. Even though Job had such a bad, terrible experience, he did not curse God. And he did not sin against God. Amen. When we are people of excellence, people of integrity, we don't sin against God. We are not one way in church and then another way uh, uh, um, um, uh, in, during the week. Amen. We, 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 we hold on to our faith and, and, we, are, and we, we hold on to our righteousness. We walk right before God. 
Amen. We don't sin. We don't curse God. No matter what we go through, when you're a person of integrity, with an excellent spirit, no matter what you face, you don't turn on, turn on God and say, God, this is your fault. This, you, you know, why is this happening to me? Why am I facing this? Blah, blah, blah. You know, Job never cursed God and neither did Daniel. Daniel was taken, Daniel was taken as a slave, you know, but he never cursed God. He never sinned against God. Even he was he had opportunity, he was tempted to. He held his integrity, his character, his moral uprightness, his moral principles. He held it to he he maintained it before God. Amen. And so, like Daniel, Job never lost his integrity. And and and, and we must never lose our integrity. No matter what we go through in life. No matter what we face, we must always maintain our integrity in God and before God. Amen. We, we, we make that personal choice to be consistent. It's a, integrity is a personal choice to be, to be consistent. We, hold that, we make that personal decision that we will hold ourselves to, to be consistent, to be moral, and to maintain our standards. No matter who is looking, no matter what we're going through, and no, and no matter where we are in Jesus' name. And so we need to develop and be people of integrity if we want to have a spirit of excellence or walk, walk with excellence. It is a core and a fundamental virtue that we must, it must be part of our character. It must be part of who we are, you know. Let your word be your bond. Let your yea be yea. Let your nay be nay. And, you know, endeavor to keep your promises, your word. And if you can't, you go back to that person. That's integrity. If we give a, a word, if you give your word to someone or you give a promise to someone and for some reason, you know, sometimes things just happen and you can't fulfill it, you go back to the person. You say, hey, listen, I'm sorry. I know I gave my word, but I can't do this, but this is what I can do. Or this is, you know, this, let's find another arrangement. Okay, that's an excellent spirit, and that's a person with integrity. And so, these are the five things. I mean, I'm sure there's more, and I'm sure you can find more. But these are the five things I want to share that that made Daniel, and of course Job at the end as well. Daniel, a, a man of a man of excellence. His principles, his prayer life, um, his faithfulness, his fear of God, and also his character, his integrity. Okay, it, 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 this is what made gave gave that um, um, made Daniel be be preferred above others. That excellent spirit that was was in him. These are the characteristics that developed that excellent spirit that was in him. Hallelujah. Okay, so now I want to talk about the next part. I want to spend some time talking about um, enemies of excellence. <laughs> enemies of excellence. Now, before we do that, I just want to say this, um, you know, developing and being a person with a spirit of excellence doesn't happen overnight. Okay. It is, I believe that it is a daily practice of making the right choices and decisions, both spiritual and natural. Okay. It doesn't happen. We are all on a journey. We are all growing. We are all maturing. And there will be times where we may fail. That's not a bad confession. 
the, you know, we, 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 the many, we, we will succeed many times, you know, but there will be times where we may fail. And when we fail or when we fall, we just get back up again. Okay. We don't live in condemnation. Uh, we, we, you know, we don't live in, um, you know, we, yeah, we don't, li- we should not live in condemnation, condemnation or be too hard on ourselves. You know, if, if you fail in, you know, in your work of excellence, hey, just forgive yourself. Okay. And if it's something that's saying you, I'm just going to forgive you, he'll forgive you. And we, we must also learn to, to forgive ourselves. Because sometimes, you know, we don't forgive ourselves, even though God forgives us. We are, we are too harsh on ourselves. And, and we need to learn to be people who, who can also forgive ourselves and let go so that we don't live in condemnation. Hallelujah. You know, Romans chapter 8. I love the scripture, Romans chapter 8, verse 1. I'm just going to quote it, if you don't mind. It talks about, Therefore there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk after the Spirit and not the flesh. Okay? And remember the previous chapter, at the end of chapter 7, the Apostle Paul is talking about the struggle that he was having. The things he wants to do, he doesn't do. And the things that he, does, he doesn't want to do, those are the things he does. And he was feeling bad. Oh, wretched man I am. Who can deliver me from this body? And, 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 we, and, and all of us believers, we go through that. There are times we do the things that we don't want to do or shouldn't do. And the things that we should do, we're not doing it. You know, but we don't stop there. And we shouldn't live in condemnation. So long as we keep, you know, we get up, we keep pressing and going for the things of God, pursuing for uh, going up, pursuing the things of the spirit. Okay. So that we don't live in condemnation. And so in our work and pursuit of excellence, you know, we have to be patient with ourselves and be gracious with ourselves. you know. You know, be gracious to yourself. Be be favorable to yourself. Hallelujah. And 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 just keep going. And ask God to help you to be the very best you can. Amen. Believe believe that you can be that person of excellence. Believe that you can demonstrate excellence in in every area of your of your life. I mean, since teaching this message, um, I've had numerous opportunity. <laughs> Uh, you know, and there's been there's been highlights or moments where I'm like, yeah, that's not excellent, Frank. You know, that's not that's not excellent. Okay, you know, the word of God will always come and convict you, correct you, um, help you to be better. And there's been little things and little highlights here and there that the Holy Ghost showed me, and I'm like, okay, all right, I need to do better. Okay, so all of us, we are on a journey. None of us has arrived yet, unless. Well, well, unless you know, you, you know, we get to heaven, then we arrive, and so, you know, fight the good fight of faith. Believe, believe that you can be, and even you, that you are this man or woman of excellence. Hallelujah! And as we are pursuing it, then we should watch out for these enemies of excellence that will try to dis- discourage us, or try to stop or hinder us. Okay, and sometimes the enemy may be behind it. Sometimes it may not be, it might just be ourselves, but we need to watch out for these things that was trying to stop us. And so let's talk about some of them. 
for the for, for the for the time that we have left number one what is an enemy of excellence mediocre and average okay mediocre and average okay uh I'll, I'll, let's look at some scripture let's go to ecclesiastes chapter 9 okay you know we if if we want to be excellent we have to resist the average or be mediocre there'll be times where you know you you are you you will be tempted to just do the minimum and god will say go the extra mile or god the holy spirit said no you can do this don't do it that way that's not excellent do it this way where's where's ecclesiastes okay uh, so we must resist that's if I call that spirit of mediocre or being average, okay, because that's not going to produce excellence in us, that's not going to help us to be excellent. So, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10, it says, Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your might, for there is no work or device or knowledge or wisdom in the grave where you are going. It sounds a bit morbid, right? <laughs> Amen. So you know, since we are alive, since we are here on this earth, whatever we do, whatever our, high, our hands find to do, let's do it with all of our might. Okay. You know, let's let's do marriage with all of our might. Let's not just have a, an average marriage. Okay. Let's let's have meaningful relationships with all of them. Let's do the very best we can. Okay. If you if 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 God if, if you if you have that dream job that God is blessed with a dream job if you are in ministry whatever it is do it with all your might do it with all your strength that's when you're gonna see more fruit and more benefit if we are mediocre or doing the average you will not see fruit or much fruit okay let's do whatever God especially the things that God has given us the things that God has called us to do let's do it with all of our might. Uh, let's go to the New Testament, Colossians 3, verse 17. It echoes this scripture. Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. Hallelujah. We must resist, you know, the attitude of being average or mediocre. You know, we, we, have, we must resist it. And sometimes it is an attitude. Sometimes it is a behavior that we have developed. Okay. And now, and now we're going to fight that in the name of Jesus. <laughs> we're going to fight it with the word. We're going to fight it by the Holy Spirit. Fight it with the blood of Jesus. Fight with all the armor of God. Hallelujah. I refuse to be average. Okay. You know, sometimes I ask myself, am I being average in ministry? And there are times where sometimes I, I am, to me, I'm being average. Okay. I'm being average. And then I said, okay, what do I need to do? You know, there's moments for me in ministry. I'll just use ministry for example. That There's moments that I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Glory to God. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then some days I'm like, you know what? Hey, just preach the word. Just do what you can. And then leave the rest, you know, whatever to God. But that's, for, that's, that's not an excellent spirit. That's not going beyond, you know... Um, Beyond, that's not going the extra mile, okay? And I believe that when we decide that we want to 
we want to go beyond the average. That's when we get a supernatural empowerment, enablement, grace of God comes in and he enables us. But when we want to stay average, you know, God will let us stay average. Okay? But if we want more and do more, he always enables us. All right, what did I say? Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. Again, it says, and whatever you do in word, word or deed, whatever we do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to the Father, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Okay. And we must, you know, we must, uh, um, we must do things, okay, for God, not for man. Do things in the name of God, okay? As God being the one who's going to reward you, as God being the one who's going to see. Okay? If you do things um, for man, man will not always thank you, will not always appreciate you, will not always uh, uh, celebrate you or promote you. But if you do it in the, do it in the name of Jesus, doing it as the servant of God, doing it for God to see, doing it for, for Jesus to see, then you can expect the rewards, okay? Because Jesus is not unjust to forget our labor of love, okay? He sees everything we do. So we must learn to do things um, um, do things for, 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 for God and not for man. You know, even your workplace, your work, even though you are, um, you're working for your employer, you, you know, you, you, you're serving your employer, do it as if you're working for Jesus, or you're working for the church, okay. Don't let other don't let other colleagues' attitude and behavior at work affect your, you know, your ability to do more. Okay. Well, why should I be the one? You know, having an excellent spirit. You know, you know, a person with an excellent spirit. They 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 don't have this attitude. Well, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do more. You know, I get paid from nine to five. That's it. I'm out of here. Why should I? What about them? What about that person? That's not an, that's not doing us unto the Lord. And that's not demonstrating excellence. Amen. Okay. Let's not be I'm trying to find a word. You know, that is it's rumbling my mind. I'm trying to get let's not be I please or men pleases, something like that. Okay. Do things just for men to see. But do it because you know your father in heaven sees everything. Okay. Alright, one more on that on that. Ephesians chapter six, verse seven. Mediocre is a is an enemy to to excellence, okay, and it's something that we must work on every day. Ephesians chapter six verse seven. It says with with um okay let uh right, let's start from verse five just to put it in context. It says bond servants be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling. In sincerity of heart as to Christ, not with eye service as men pleases, but as bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Okay, that's another thing. A person with the spirit of excellence does things from the heart. Okay, does things from the heart. Now, I know it's not everything that we do that we're going to love it. <laughs> you know, there's some things you do 
you know, you're just doing it as a sacrifice. You, you don't really love it, okay? But God will help you. Ask God to give you the heart, okay? Ask God to give you the heart. So it says, doing it the will of God from the heart, with good will doing service as to the Lord and not to men. Okay, with good will doing service as to the Lord and not to men. Okay, people with an excellent spirit do not do the average. Okay, you know, there was an old song, um, old R&B song. Some of you may know, may know it, but no, may not know, may know it or may not know it. But I used to like it and it goes something like, ordinary just wouldn't do. Okay. It's, it's a love song. It's all like, oh, never just wouldn't do. I need love that is more. Something like that. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we just have to be, we have to have the attitude that ordinary would not, ordinary is not going to do. Ordinary is not going to do. No, we need something more. We need to do more. All right. Number two. Another enemy of um, excellence is procrastination. This is a big one. Procrastination. You know, procrastination, you know, is, is, is a simple definition, putting off what can be done today to, for tomorrow. You know, not doing what you want to do, what, what you have to do, but you keep putting it off another day, another day. You know, as we're sitting here, there's two or three things in my mind that I'm procrastinating right now. That I need to do it. Even I said to myself, after this session, I'm going to do one of them. Okay. Procrastination does not develop an excellent spirit okay it does not develop an excellent spirit we i like the nike you know the nike trainers or nike brand i like their their, their motto just do it okay just do it and you know nike you know it's a greek word for victory okay if you do it you have victory if you just do it okay if we do what we need to do there will be victory at the end okay so we must we must uh, avoid procrastination, okay, and do what we need to do. All of us, we can think of things that we need to be done. We have to set a time to do it, okay. We have to set a time to do it. Okay, I'm gonna do this today, or I'm gonna do I'm gonna do I'm gonna do um, this tomorrow. All right, and start with the small thing, the small things. If you have a list of things to do, don't try and do the biggest one. Because if you don't do that one and then you fail and then you feel bad and you're back to square one, just start with the smallest one, get it done, get it done out of the way. You get a bit of encouragement and a boost to go and do the next one. Okay? It's like it's like they say, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Okay. Start with the small things. When you have success in the small things, it encourages you, it gives you a boost. Then okay, all right, I can do this. It's like when you're coming out of debt, you start with the smallest debt and then you move to the next one. But if you try to pick, tackle the big debt, it seems like, oh my God, this is huge. How am I going to overcome this? All right, let's go to Ecclesiastes again, chapter 11. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, and let's look at verse um, 4. All right, so let's not procrastinate. Let's do what we need to, what we need to do. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 4. It says, he who observes the wind will not sow. And he who regards the clouds will not reap. Okay. As you do not know what is the way of the wind or 
or how the bones grow in the womb of her who is with child so you so you do not know the works of god who makes everything then it says in the morning sow your seed and not in the evening do do not withhold your hand for you do not know which will prosper either this or that or whether both alike will be good okay now i'm using this scripture to tell us to understand that you know if we procrastinate we talk about giving and sowing okay you know this person here you know if they don't just sow if they're just watching the wind if they're just waiting for another day okay they will not do they will not put the seed to the ground okay if we just if we just um where's where's where's, where's the person look for if we're just observing the wind you know observing the cloud if we're just looking up in the air okay i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that okay we might not do it you know from like i want to use this as an example when it comes to offering you know have you ever been in church i'm just using an example have you ever been in church or before you go to church you said, i'm gonna give this to god today i'm gonna give this amount to god or 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 if, or you, you 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 tell yourself you know you're gonna make a pledge to god okay if you don't do it that if you don't give or do it that particular moment as time passes the longer it the longer it takes to do it eventually you will lose the edge to do it okay and and as and as we're talking i am in that position right now i'm just i'm just telling on myself right now i'm just telling on my business okay i made a pledge a few months ago i'm i'm going to give this amount to god i'm going to you know and the other day, the other day, the Holy Ghost reminded me. He said, "Where, where, where, where is that? Um, okay, where is that um, seed that you say you're gonna sow? Okay, you know sometimes when you have the unction to do something, do it there and then. Because as if, if you let time go by, if you let time pass, you may not do it. You know, you lose that energy, you you lose that fire to do that very thing. So let's learn to do things as." As we sense it, okay. As we are led at that particular moment, and not put it off for another time. All right, let me let me move on to the next one. Number three, another enemy of um, excellence is low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. Okay, you know we have to see ourselves the way God sees us. Okay, we have to we have to. Um, Remind ourselves of, of who we are in Christ, our true identity in Christ. People with low self-esteem don't think they can do much. Okay, you have to get rid of the self-esteem, the way the low self-image. Okay, it's not gonna help you to walk in excellence. Alright, I'll move on. Number four is another one. Laziness. <laughs> Laziness stops us from being excellent. Okay, laziness and procrastination, they are twins, they are brothers, they are cousins, all right? Um, you know, and the book of Proverbs has a lot to say about laziness, okay? If we're lazy, you know, we will not push ourselves to do what we need to do. We will not push ourselves into excellence. Uh, write this down, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 4, Proverbs chapter 12, verse 24, Okay? And you know the book of Proverbs is full about you know uh, it's full of, it's full of scriptures about laziness. Okay, it, it, I love Proverbs chapter six. It tells it tells us to look at the ant. Okay, 
you know look we studied the ant the ant is the ant is not lazy how it gathers its food the ant doesn't sit around you know it prepares ahead of time for 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 the time for the season of lack it prepares for, for to have enough to have enough food okay so laziness is the big enemy of 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 excellence okay so lord help us in this area not to be lazy okay number 5 compromise compromise all right don't compromise your excellence okay don't compromise you know sometimes it's hard it's it's you know it, it, it may seem there's an easy way out of doing something okay we don't want to take the um, the excellent way it's easy just to 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 be mediocre or do the average you know we are compromising okay every time we compromise we are losing an edge of excellence. So let's not compromise. Okay. Let's not compromise, especially with the word of God. Okay. Let's not compromise. If the word of God, you know, says we should forgive, forgive. Walk in love, you walk in love. Okay. That's excellence. Walking in love is 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 excellence. Okay. Um, James chapter 4, verse 17. Let's go to James chapter 4, verse 17. Oh, it's it's, and, um, this will be our last scripture. My God. James 4 verse 17. It says, Therefore to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. Ooh. This scripture always hits me. Okay. If you know something is good, if you know something is excellent and you compromise, okay, it is sin to you. Now, somebody else, they might, they might be able to get away with it. Okay. But, but let's just say they don't have that revelation that you have. They don't have that knowledge that you have. But you, when you have a revelation, when you have a knowledge, when you have an understanding that something is wrong. Okay. But, but you don't do it. You compromise. The word of God said that is sin to you. Okay. And you know... After this teachings, after this series, there's going to be a, a lot expected from all of us, including including the teacher himself. Okay, to him, much is given, much is required, much much is expected. You know, hearing a message like this, we can never say to God, God, oh, you know, I did not know, blah blah blah. No, Jesus says, Jesus will remind us, the Holy Spirit remind us, no, you know better now. So when we know better, we do better, and more is required from us. So there's going to be some things I know God is going to highlight in our lives. Highlight in your workplace. Highlight in your ministry. Highlight in your marriage. Highlight concerning your kids. Even my children. You know, I've had some highlights recently. Okay. Where I've taken the easy way out. And the Lord showed me that's not excellent. Okay. You can do better. You can do this. All right. Okay. So we'll stop there and we'll continue um next week uh next week definitely finish so we'll finish the um um the enemies of excellence and then we'll do our q a probably got a few more a few more to share all right so let's continue this work of excellence let's the, let the, allow the holy spirit to help us let's be all that we can be be the best we can be and let our, let our lives continue to be a witness to those around us and then to the world in jesus name Amen. Thank you for your time. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Frank, for that. God bless you for pouring out this evening. Amen. Uh, let's pray for Pastor Frank, too, that he restores himself. Amen. That God restores <sighs> him, his energy, everything that he's put out this evening and um, everything that he's done and that what he was going to do um, next week as 